Muppet fans, and welcome to Moving Right Along, a Muppet movie podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. This is the podcast where we watch the great Muppet caper two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Ryan Rowe. I'm your other host, Anthony Strand. And today we are very happy to have a return guest back with us from last week, a fellow Muppet nerd. Introduce yourself, please. Julia Gaskill. Hi. I'm happy to be back. Always glad to have you. And today we're talking about minutes 63 and 64 of The Great Muppet Caper, in which Lady Holiday prepares for the fashion show and Nikki Holiday gets uncomfortably close to Miss Piggy. So yes, there's we're, we're backstage at Lady Holiday's fashion show and it's chaos. People are running around going through clothes and and uh, Piggy runs through pushing a rack of dresses. Can I say something even before Piggy shows up? Yeah. I love how much hustle and bustle there is around the dressing room. Like, this movie is obsessed with showing us chaos in a way that the first movie was not, right? We have the hotel. We have the bus on the way to the date. We have the newsroom earlier on. Um, You know, we have the street during Hey, a movie. Just, I mean, it's just over and over. It's just crazy scenes. And this one might be the most low-key real-life example of that in the entire movie. Like, yeah. it's just kind of, this is probably what it's actually like backstage at a fashion show. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not cartoonish. But I like, yeah, but I like that it fits in thematically so well with, with everything else that we've seen. You know? Yeah. It's neat. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Henson, pretty good director. True. Uh, so, yes, Piggy just runs through uh, pushing past everyone with his rack of dresses. Uh, Nikki remarks to Lady Holiday... Uh, regarding Piggy, she's wonderful. She's so wonderful. So he's <laughs> he's just, you know, he can't take his eyes off her. Um, I do, before we go on, I want to mention, what do we think of uh, Lady Holiday's outfit here? I really like this this all sort of bright red um, outfit with the, the hat that has a feather on it. It kind of reminds me of, of certain Muppets that have hair that's made out of feathers, just kind of the way it moves. Yeah, I can see that. Or did anyone, um, <laughs> did neither of you happen to notice her? Uh... I mean, I, yeah, I didn't, I'm not, I don't notice costumes very often in general. Yeah. She she looks great as always. Yeah. I don't think I usually notice costumes, but I think as this movie has gone on, I have been noticing them more and more. You've been taken aback by the flutter of Godets to, to, <laughs> yes. to get ahead of ourselves. Always a good time to say that. Uh, yeah, so Lady Holiday is encouraging her models to get ready. Uh, she says, everybody, keep it moving. Don't linger. We just want to give them a hint, a taste, a soupçon, appetizers, no full-course meals. And just a perfectly delivered line. Well, and actually, I didn't know what a soupçon was. And then once I looked it up in the transcript, I realized that it is the word I have always thought was soupcon. Ah, yes. It's, oh. it's Francais. Yeah, which like I've definitely seen in print before, mm-hmm. you know, but I never put it together. Well, the does the letter C have one of those little squiggles under it? Not on the transcript I was looking at, <laughs> but probably probably does in the actual word. Which I'm sure there are people, French experts out there who are yelling at me right now, possibly including my sister-in-law. <laughs> but um, it's probably another letter of the alphabet completely. But yeah, the little letter C with the squiggly thing under it. Right. Well, and can I can I jump back a second before that? Absolutely. After Nikki says that Miss Piggy is so wonderful, I love how annoyed Lady Holiday seems to be about her, him him 
like lusting after her secretary. Oh, sure. Right. She just says she certainly seems to know where she's going. Yeah. And the, I mean, it's one of those things where so much of it is the way Diana Rick says it. She makes it hilarious. Yeah. I, I've really come to appreciate her performance in this movie. Watching it's it great. Yes. Well, and even this, like, like right after that, there's that great touch where Nikki kind of has his arm like up against her and she pulls his arm up to look at his watch yes. and then says, it's time. Right. It's perfect. It's so good. Yeah, it really is. So Lady Holiday's uh, admonishing her models, like spit out your gum and some, I don't know, one of them have, has her shoes are scuffed. Yeah, one of them, like, her fake eyelashes aren't, like, entirely attached or something. Right. I guess these are these are typical uh, model problems. Probably. I do I do enjoy that we see Marie, I guess is her name, take out her gum and throw it away. Like, when Lady Holiday says that, we see one of the models walk over to a trash can and throw gum away. Just in a wide shot. Oh, do they actually pay that off? I yeah. Hadn't, yeah. I hadn't even seen that. Well, that's good. That's continuity. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, there she goes. And that's good that she uh, looks like she's putting it in a trash can down there, not just, like, tossing it on the ground. Like, on the, on the floor. Yeah, because don't do that, people. Come on. Uh, Piggy is still running around. She bumps into Nikki. Uh, initially, she says, watch it, Buster, but then she realizes who he is. She addresses him as Mr. Holiday. That means that by this point, she knows who this guy is the guy she was dancing with at the Dubonne club. And that means she should also know that he's the guy Kermit suspects of the jewel robberies, right? I guess so. Yeah. yeah I mean, Kermit says to her in the park, right? Like, yeah. That guy you were dancing with might be the jewel thief. Or right. Which I mean, her response to that was, Oh, you're jealous. So she might not be convinced that he is actually the thief at this point. Yeah. But, she should i mean I, I don't know i guess she has an idea yeah i mean possibly like it like him saying that to her and her like thinking that he's jealous like that landed more with her than like what kermit actually like told her to begin with right right it's just you're making up that's a false false accusation you hate this guy whatever yeah yeah right like kermit would say anything um nikki invites piggy to have dinner with him tonight she says she's very busy um but he keeps trying He's just such a sleazeball. He is. He holds her face in his hands, and there's this little speech where he tells her she's a very different-looking woman. He's well, and he's doing this, like, fake-friendly voice. Yeah. Through that, there's this, like, schmoozy voice. Oh, oh, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. gross. No, it is very gross. Um, I mean, this is a... It's a funny line, in theory. He says, I'm so tired of the same type, those tall, thin creatures with the long legs, the aquiline noses, the teeth like pearls, soft skin. To which Piggy replies, yeah, well, I can see why that might make you sick to your stomach. That line from Piggy, like, feels so much specifically like the character Rhoda Morgenstern from the Mary Tyler Moore show. (laughs) Which I know, like, Tom Patchett and Jay Tarsus didn't write for that show. Oh. But they... They wrote for the Bob Newhart show for years, which is like made at the same studio, MTM. Yeah. So I don't know if they had that character in their heads or not, but it, it feels like I can hear Valerie Harper saying it, right? Like, yes. Am, am, am I crazy? No, it is that kind of uh, snappy comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good observation. Um, I didn't know what the word aquiline meant. I, 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 you know, I've seen this movie how many 
dozens and dozens of times, but I looked it up. Wikipedia says an aquiline nose, also called a Roman nose or a hook nose, is a human nose with a <laughs> prominent bridge, giving it the appearance of being curved or slightly bent. The word aquiline comes from the Latin word aquilinus or eagle-like, an allusion to the curved beak of an eagle. And then the illustration on Wikipedia shows uh, pictures of two uh, entities in profile, and they are George Washington and an eagle. So interesting. <laughs> well, Nikki Holiday is tired of women who look like eagles. Well, my mom used to. Oh, my mom loves Barbara Streisand. And she used to always talk about Barbara Streisand's aquiline nose. Really? Yeah, as like a very distinctive and attractive feature. I mean, that's sort of one of... I mean, that is one of Barbara Streisand's trademarks, right? Her. Of course, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's the word my mom would use to describe it. She would specifically say aquiline. Yes. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard it outside of this movie, but I could be wrong. I will keep an ear out for it. Keep my aquiline ear out. <laughs> but yes, so that, as we said, that was a, a funny response from Piggy, but it does not change the fact that this moment is pretty gross, pretty icky. Well, uh, he turns super harsh, like super quick right yeah. after. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of just throws himself on her, and then when she tries to get away, she she's actually shouting, no, please, please. He grabs her and is trying not to let her go. Yup! Yeah. Um, we know by this point, for sure, that Nikki is a bad person, but this kind of takes it to another level, especially watching this in... 2019 in our more enlightened times. Um, yeah, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, I definitely... What was my exact note? I wrote um, Nikki Holiday, or no, Miss Piggy definitely would have me to Nikki Holiday today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she says no multiple times. He grabs her. And, like, you know, I mean, I think it helps that he is supposed to... Not supposed to be. He is the bad guy. And, and so we can equate... The actions of him with like these actions, but also this was not super uncommon to see in like maybe not well probably this era, but definitely before it as well. Um, yeah, you know it's gross. It's but again, he's the villain, and so we're not supposed to be endorsing all of his advances on Miss Piggy. Right, right. I mean, even at the time, it's certainly intended to play as Nikki Holiday is being a creep. Speak, totally. You know? Yeah. It's not like this is some some power move or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. I, I just wonder if this were made today. They. I, I have to think that if this were made today, this would not even be in the movie. Right. They would express his villainy in other ways. I mean, he up to this point, he's been kind of lovable. He's he is the villain. Well, but I think I mean I think that's kind of the point. Though, you think they're that, trying like, to still- raise his. Yeah, I think I think we're seeing his true nature, right? Yeah. Like he's trying to be suave. He's doing that. Could we meet just for a moment, voice? And then, like, this is what he's actually like. Yeah, Re- yeah. yeah, revealing his true colors. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it is jarring to see that happen, though, surrounded by these lighthearted musical numbers and jokes. But then a moment later, Kermit shows up. He's looking for the men's room. 
Uh, kind of surprised they didn't go for the, like, I was looking for the little frog's room. I don't know, they may have done that joke before. Yeah, I mean, this is like a serious movie where Kermit is a serious romantic lead. Yeah. So we don't want to make jokes about him having to use the little frog's room. <laughs> you wouldn't not. send Jimmy Stewart to the little frog's room. Well, Jimmy Stewart's not a frog. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I know well, you I... forget that all the time. But... <laughs> so Piggy introduces Kermit to Nikki as her special friend, making sure that he gets the message. Um, and he does. Yeah, which I love. I love the way that, the way that she emphasizes like she calls him Mr. Holiday instead of Nikki. Right. And I love the way that she like mumbles but puts extra emphasis on my special friend, right? Like it's so good. Piggy's wonderful. Yeah. And and Nikki gets it, but he does seem a little skeptical. He says he's a frog, isn't he? And Piggy has this very like yes, like she's she's so enamored <laughs> of him. She's like so delighted. I love it. What a sweet thing. Uh so I know I might still be the only one paying attention to uh, clothing in this scene, but I also like Kermit's little uh, blue and white striped suit here. Kermit is a dashing fellow. He is. He he knows how to dress. Uh, he has this, uh, I guess the, the tie, well, it's a blue tie. It doesn't quite match uh, the pattern of the suit exactly. But yes, he looks great in this suit, yeah. especially considering he's usually naked. Yeah, so when he gets dressed, he really goes all out. I mean, we saw him get dressed earlier. Like, we know how big of an ordeal it was. That's true. Do you think he did was- another musical number in their hotel room this morning? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Just, okay, wait, remind me. Oh, yeah, this is not the same day. Of course it isn't. Yeah, I like to think that every time he gets dressed, he, he does a song number with Fozzie and Gonza. Yeah. This, actually, mm, that's an interesting question. Is this just the next day? He got yeah, dressed, I'm... he went to the Dubani Club, and then the next day he went to the park and saw Piggy, and as far as we know, this is still that same day, right? Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it, yeah, I guess we don't know for sure, but... Or this is the evening of the day that they just... Yeah. It must be sometime soon, just because of, like, the robbery happening. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really, it could, it could be the same day, but it could be, like, a day or two later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this we don't know. could be the day after the bike ride. Now, what I need is for somebody to write a fanfic about what Kermit and Piggy did in between. Yeah. Well, they had to take their bikes back to the rental place. And, uh, <laughs> and everybody did. Everybody, everybody had did, to take yeah. their bikes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't know, did I get, you know, presumably Pops had the, the, the bus parked so they could all go back to the hotel. I don't know. Yeah. The possibilities Which, what a, are endless. What, what a busy day for, for young Jim Henson at the bike shop. As Leslie called it last week. <laughs> yes. Or two weeks ago. Um, that he got 16 rentals all at once. Like, I'm sure that's unusual for him. Yeah, he probably closed early that day. Good for him. Uh, yeah, so Kermit moves on, presumably, to go use the men's room. Uh, Nikki is still not done being gross. Uh, he pulls Piggy back over to him and starts to tell her that they could have had some, but then it cuts off at the end of this clip. So we'll have to wait until next week for the rest of that. And you, and you, you also skimmed over the way that Charles Grodin says, "Nice to meet you" to Kermit after Piggy introduces him, mm. which is like super menacing. Yeah, he sounds like he's going to murder Kermit. Like, uh, he might be thinking about it. Yeah, um, I don't really have anything else for these two minutes other than uh, there was in the July twenty second, nineteen eighty draft of the screenplay. Both uh, 
Piggy and Lady Holiday, I believe, um, made reference to Nikki's. They both commented that Nikki's hair dye is running, which huh. was probably a good choice to cut that because it's yeah. not that funny. <laughs> no. Like he says, how do I look? And they, they say, your hair dye is running. They say it in unison? No, no, it's at two different moments in, in the scene. Oh. Like Lady Holiday says it, and then a, a minute later, Piggy says it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not great. That's that's no what color are their hands now. Certainly. <laughs> so, yeah, that was fine. But, yeah, uh, any other thoughts on these minutes? Julia, starting with you? Not really. I feel like we. I didn't end up taking too many notes, because, yeah, a lot happens in this scene, but it's all... Pretty straightforward. I love Diana Rigg. She's just perfect throughout this movie. Um, Nikki Holiday is gross, but like more so in this scene than because I do really enjoy him as a character as a whole. But like, yeah, this, this scene in particular isn't like the most fun scene to watch him do. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, great movie. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Anthony, any final thoughts? Um, I do. I we did kind of gloss over at the very beginning of this clip, the way that Piggy yells, gangway, watch your step coming through just like so forcefully is such a great little Piggy moment. Oh, sure. Where she's, she's the designer's new secretary, right? Right. She's not the the star of this show. She's the receptionist, right? She's not like, she's the, maybe the lowest person on the food chain, right? She's moving the dresses around and she's just, Get out of my way. I'm Miss Piggy. Who cares what you're doing? I got to move these clothes from A to B, so I'm doing it. And it's such a delight to, yeah. to, just, watch, to just watch her command the room, even well, when she's supposed to be, you know, small part of it. Knowing her place. Yeah, so and, yeah. and Lady Holiday says she certainly, what was it? She certainly seems to know where she she's certainly going. certainly seems to know where she's going, yeah. Right, which could mean... She knows where she needs to take this rack of clothing, but it also means Piggy knows where she's going in her life. She's going to take this job and she's going to use it to advance her career and get to where she wants to be. Yeah, that that gal's going places. She is. And also, I'm just looking at this. There are other racks of clothing in this dressing room that are... uh, people sized and then the one that piggy is pushing through is notably low to the ground so that <laughs> it's just the right size for piggy to push it so there's that and with that we will wrap things up for this week listeners please check out toughpigs.com on the internet on facebook twitter and all of those things and you know we we really want to hear from Anyone, everyone, if you have thoughts on this episode, thoughts on these minutes or other minutes that we've covered recently, feel free to drop by our Facebook page or Twitter or the Tough Pigs forum, which you can find a link to on the front page of toughpigs.com. And uh, just let us know uh, what you're thinking about these these uh, parts of the movie. Uh, also, you can find me on Twitter at me, Ryan Rowe. Anthony is on Twitter at Zeppo Marxist. And Julia, remind our listeners where they can find you on the internet. Uh, just my handle is almost always Geek Girl Grown Up. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and other places, I'm sure. And various <laughs> articles on Tough Pigs. Yes. 
So check those out. And if you don't mind, please give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find podcasts and tell your friends about the show. And join us again next week for another episode of Moving Right Along. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Today, we are talking about minutes 63 and 64 of The Great Muppet Caper, in which Lady Holiday's models prepare for... Oops, I forgot to finish writing what happens in these minutes. (laughs)